Bradfoe Show on the go. Yes, Bradfoe Show on the go is the new name for the instant reaction, the quick interviews, the shorter podcasts, and of course, it's all sponsored by McFarland Energy. McFarland, everybody. The Red Sox are screaming McFarland left and right because they feel good about themselves. They have won again, yes. Won again. Seven straight. They haven't lost in the month of June. Can they go undefeated in the month of June? Who knows? But so far, so good for them. Like I said, seven in a row, three games over 500, a game and a half up in the wild card race. And you look at the wild card standings now, and you really start understanding that in the American League, there are the haves and have-nots. I mean, there is, there is a definitive line between the teams that are actually probably trying to win or actually I have an understanding that they have a chance to win already and the teams that don't. I mean, Cleveland, they're right on the edge. They're right behind the Red Sox. But other than that, I mean, not a lot. I mean, not not a lot. You go down the list, it's pretty incredible. You obviously have Tampa Bay, Toronto, Red Sox. Those are the three wildcard teams right now. Then you have Cleveland, game and a half back. Then you have the White Sox. We'll lump them, lump them in with the teams that actually think they have a chance. But the Angels, the Angels, the team you just beat, the Red Sox, they have lost 14 in a row. 14 in a row. They're resorting to playing Nickelback songs every single walk-up. I mean... What's going on? I mean, it's the Angels fired their manager. They've lost 14 in a row. So the dividing line here really is Rays, Blue Jays, Red Sox, Guardians, White Sox. I'm not even going to lump in the Angels. They've lost 14 in a row. It's amazing. They lost 14 in a row. They're still second place in the division, 27 and 31, three and a half back of the wild card. But then you have the Rangers, Mariners, Orioles, Tigers, Athletics, Royals. I mean, tell me that those teams right now feel like they are playoff contenders. They don't. And the Red Sox certainly do. I mean, they they certainly do in terms of what we've seen lately. As you said, when you haven't lost in a game in the entire month, you're you're planning on going undefeated in the month of June, then you're on to something. All right, what they're on to is really good pitching. This time they won one nothing. One nothing once again over the Angels. So in this case, you know, you have Evaldi going five, six hits, no runs, five strikeouts, velocity down, has that little hip thing. They don't seem too concerned, but you know, you get some pitchers banged up now. You have Whitlock banged up, you have Evaldi banged up. So you're powering through. Nobody said it was gonna be easy. But still, you know, you have Evaldi going five, and then really story is that the Red Sox bullpen is sort of sorting itself out, it seems. So in this case, you had Danish go one, you had Diekman go one, you had Schreiber, oh my goodness, how good has he been, go one and a third, and then you have Strom closing it out with his third save. And uh, so you look at what the relievers have been, and we already mentioned Tanner Houck, which we mentioned, wrote about yesterday because it seems like he's going to be closing out games or or being one of the game one of the relievers who are going to be ending games in one way or, or another. They are figuring this self out. And and when you get sale back, my guess is you probably move Whitlock back there, you go from there. But as we sit here, the here and the now for these Boston Red Sox, as he said, they haven't lost a game in the month of June. Now, how have they done this? This is pretty incredible. You look at these numbers. It's been seven games, okay? Seven games. The starters have records of 6-0 and in that game. So that tells you the Red Sox are getting out, 
in the leads, and they're holding them. So of the seven games, starters are 6-0. and They have a 105 ERA, starters do. 36 strikeouts, four walks. They've given up, in these seven games, one home run. One home run. Relievers, they've been really, really good, too. 171 ERA, given four runs in 21 innings. They've struck out 24 and walked just eight in that time. No home runs, not a single home run. As, has straighted the all but one of the four inherited runners that they've uh, they had. Also, the hitters, yes. I mean, they've scored one run in a couple games now after being torturing Oakland. But they've gone, they've hit 299 with runners in scoring position. That's something. That's a big, big deal. So they're coming through when it counts. In this case, it was Bobby Dahlbeck coming through when it counts. He's playing third base, playing a really good third base, by the way. Now, like you look at this lineup. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you look at this lineup. You have Arroyo and Wright, who he was evidently, he was ultimately pinch hit for by Frenchy Cordero. You have Arroyo leading off and right. Christian Vasquez playing first. And what you're going to hear about his glove, his bizarre, enormous first base glove, but does a good job over there. J.D. Martinez, D.H., Xander Bogart, a banged up Xander Bogart at shortstop. Story at second, Verdugo in left. Uh, Dahlbeck at third, Plowacki catcher, and Jackie Bally at center field. That was your lineup that got seven hits in one run against the Angels. Again, Dahlbeck playing third. And I know that my good friend Brian Barrett was railing about Dahlbeck. He's not a good defender. He's not a good defender. Well, I think he's much improved at first base, and he's a good third baseman. He's always been a good third baseman. He showed it once again last night. So we're just giving you the formula. Hey, listen, this isn't all that different than the Celtics in this sense, that they looked at how this team was. They're riding it out. They're trusting the process, and they're figuring out, hey, you know what? This is going to turn. This is going to turn. This is going to turn, and sure enough, it has turned. You know how I know it's going to turn, or you know how I know it's turned? Because they've won seven in a row. They've won seven in a row, and I don't care who you're going up against. And by the way, it's not like you have juggernauts coming up either. I mean, you have games against the Angels, against the Mariners, and then thank you, schedule of makers, you get to go home and play the A's. So the process is working. Now you see if you can get sale back. You lengthen the bullpen a little bit more. Then you figure it out. But things are going really, really well for these Boston Red Sox. All right. I'm going to finish things off with the interview that Joe and Will did with Bobby Dahlbeck. He does, at the end, talk about the aforementioned Angels coming up every single time to Nickelback songs, which is bizarre. I don't know. I, I, anything you can do to break a losing streak, it didn't work. All right, here's Joe and Will. So the Red Sox win one to nothing the second time in this series and just the third time they've ever won one nothing out here uh, at either Angel Stadium or Dodger Stadium or Wrigley Field where the Angels have played since 1961. Amazing. And with us is a guy who drove in the only run of the game, Bobby Dahlbeck, who knocked in two runs last night. Bobby, a big contributor here. And uh, tell us about uh, the at-bat there with uh, a runner at first and uh, two men out. Uh, you know, I had the opportunity in the uh, at-bat before, and I was just trying to, you know, stay inside of something instead of, you know, pull off of it. So, you know, luckily it worked out. I think the question all Red Sox Nation wants to know, Bob, are you worried about losing your first base job to Christian Vasquez? 
Oh, he put on a picking display on that one. I called it. I call it the bear trap. So uh, you know, he looks good over there. He's that's, had some good experience over there. The too. biggest first base glove we've ever seen. Yeah, it's massive, and the the color of it makes it look, look even bigger. <laughs> bigger than his catcher's mitt, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, Bobby, you've uh, really been a big contributor here, and you played so smoothly at third base. There are a couple of tough chances there, especially one that bounced over the mound in the shift. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, I came up in the minor leagues playing there, and. Um, you know, I'm still learning first base as it is, but uh, you know, I've uh, gotten more comfortable at first base. But uh, third base is where I grew up playing. Bobby, you you know, it's so often your power is to the pull side. You had a, a nice hard line drive to the left field side, but you just talked about you know consciously trying to go the other way. Has that been something you've been trying to do here over these last couple of weeks, kind of stay through the middle, or are you just hitting it where it's pitched? Um, you know, just stay inside of everything, no matter where it's pitched. Not necessarily try to force it. Uh, you know pull side or or you know opposite field just you know when i stay inside the ball and use my strength you know good things can happen well this club is now six and all on the west coast trip seven wins overall bobby and they've won in so many different ways huh? that's a good sign yeah pitching's been awesome uh you know nate the cg and um you know waka the other night cg nate's been awesome pavetta's been awesome so uh, you know all, all the whole pitching staff has been great this road trip uh, bobby you're a real music buff i don't know if you realize this but the angels trying to kind of reverse their mojo tonight every single hitter walked up to nickelback songs did you notice that <laughs> i did notice that i was pretty confused i was pretty confused too uh, yeah. Maybe they'll use Creed tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Can we take them higher, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Same results, we hope. Bobby, great to have you with us. Congratulations. Thanks for having me, guys.